Mutant City Horror. There we go again. What's up? What's up? What's up, dude? Nothing much, man. Sup, Nothing sup, much. Sup, sup. As my boss would say, sup, 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 sup. <laughs> is that, is that, oh, wait, wait, what is that? Say it again. Sup, 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 sup. Sup, sup, sup. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, is that, is that stop, 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 stop. No, no, no. Sup, 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 sup. That's pretty cool. I've, I've never actually uh, heard it said that way before. The pretty unique way of saying that shit. Lots of ways to say what's up. It's true. You know, I, I guess you can never find enough, enough ways to say what's up. That's true. You guys can think of any good ways to say what's up. Send them our directions. <laughs> so what's going on, man? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. You nice. Know, just uh, doing doing my thing over here. Yeah. Uh, just like every everybody else, you know, just trying to make things work out in life, and uh, you know, working and podcasting. Nice. And goddamn, do I miss these nights? <laughs> well, that's why we have them. Yeah, absolutely. If it wasn't for like such scheduling conflicts. Yeah, I think I um I don't know if you listened to the last episode, which was the uh, interview with the Stacy Perry from Twisted Metal, and I, I was I, explaining I, to no. her um, that uh, we have different schedules. You work, uh, I work days, and during the week, and you work nights and weekends. It's like fucking completely opposite. Yeah, it, it ain't easy making it work out sometimes. You know what they say? Podcasting ain't easy. Sorry, that was a play on the pimping ain't easy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think I don't think it falls in the same category. It's just oh, okay. I, I I listen to other podcasts as well. Just not ours. And, no, of course I listen to ours. <laughs> we got to get some people listening, right? So you're no, the uh, you're the two people that listen. Am I? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I got two different. You, oh. you just forget to turn off the repeat. That's why. <laughs> um, no, I, I just, it's funny because like one of these podcasts that I listen to, uh, it's, it's, they say the polar opposite. They never take breaks because this one guy says, why the fuck are we going to take breaks? It's the easiest job we've ever done. <laughs> you know and what? If like, this was a full-time job that paid enough for me to maintain my current lifestyle, which is not luxurious by any means, but like, I don't know. I've got a wife and two kids and a mortgage. So like if, if we could turn this into something that supports that, I wouldn't take breaks either. Oh, absolutely not. Be on this thing all day, every day. <laughs> you hear that guys? You can make that happen. Um, no, uh, and these guys, I'm sure they got regular day jobs and stuff like that. But yeah, like you like, and and I do like this guy's uh point of view about it. it. It's the same as us, right? He's all like, I get to hang out with my buddies, and we get to sit here and talk about shit, and just get I can sit here, and get drunk, and listen to it and stuff. <laughs> it's all I got to do. And, and I was like, I mean, yeah, from from that standpoint, it is. Very pretty easy. easy yeah but i'm sure those guys have pretty much the same kind of schedule and stuff and they're like all neighbors so it's like easy for them you know i would be employee of the month all the time 
Absolutely. <laughs> indefinitely. <laughs> you see your placard there, it'd just be indefinite. So there's a place in Burbank called Be Kind Video. And they're like an old school like a video store. You go in, rent videos, DVDs, VHS, shit like that. And on November 30th, they're having a screening of Sleepaway Camp because it's 40 years, 40 years old this year. Yeah, it's 40 years old, man. The movie's fucking old. And I'm 42. Damn. No. Is that right? Let me go to the Google machine. How old is Sleepaway Camp? Well, what year were you born? 81. I would say it was probably like 81, 82. No, it'd be 83, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. I mean, around those. Yeah, yeah. 83. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, I was trying to do... Uh, so you're nearly as old as... Drunk math. Sleepaway Camp. Or I am o- I am older than Sleepaway Camp. Got it. But they're... Uh, so yeah, they were having a screening there on the 30th at seven o'clock and the tickets went on sale last Thursday. And I remember seeing the like postings for it days before. And it was like, Hey, tickets go on sale Thursday, 12 o'clock or whatever. It's like, okay, cool. And then I went to lunch on Thursday and it was like two o'clock and I was like, Oh shit, I got to buy those tickets. And then it was sold out. And I was like, fuck. And I think partially, the reason for that is because uh, Felissa Rose is going to be there. And here's the deal. It's $25 for the ticket, but then you get the meet and greet with Felissa, autographs, photos, and then you get Does a she screening show you her of Flatboy Camp. You know, like, that's the only reason I think I would go. Yeah, you know, I would I would shoot an extra $30. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see the cock. No, on. but I think it's dope that, like, you just pay the one price and then, like, you, you know what I mean? It's not like the... Um, the horror conventions where you pay a price to get in and then you have to buy pro photo ops and you got to pay for autographs and like it gets super expensive. And the part of it that kind of rubs me the, not the right way, I won't say the wrong way, but not the right way is that um, these events are real quick to post on their websites that like the prices are set by the guests. So it's like, okay, you know, then (laughs) You, you think about how much an autograph, an autograph can cost from certain people. I think when we went to the Days of the Dead one, the Michael Bean uh, one was like $85. And I was like, I mean, I didn't even get it because he didn't even show up. But like, I don't know. It, it, it gets very expensive very fast. So the idea. It, it that all like, depends on the demand. I guess. But like, I mean, I- yeah, let's face it. If you had Arnold Schwarzenegger against. Uh, Fucking, I don't know, Orlando Bloom. Actually, Orlando Bloom is probably like fucking a high autograph <laughs> pricing. So I don't know. Let's say Arnold Schwarzenegger versus his uh, his son. Oh, I forgot his name, but there's young Schwarzenegger has been on like two movies. Mm. Obviously, the big bucks are going to go to the big guy, right? The, the guy who's been in a lot more and stuff like that. So. I mean, I I think that the, that's how those those prices are set, you know. Yeah, no, I, I get that part. Uh, well, and, and also then again, depends like, on the venue too. Well, again, I I think I'm 
you know, I believe that more so before I started reading that the prices are set by the guests. So you're choosing then, Michael Bean, to charge $85 for an autograph when you do decide well, to show I up. I wouldn't personally. No, so that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. So over here, you know, the idea that Felissa Rose is going to show up um, and make an appearance and you can take pictures and you get her autograph. You can talk with her. You can have a conversation with her like a normal fucking person and then be able to watch a screening of her movie for 25 bucks all included. Like that's dope. I love that. So it's no surprise to me that tickets sold out in less than two hours. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, so not going to that, uh, which turned out to be okay because, um, dirty freaking Joe is going to be having, um, his video, um, the sci-fi Sam video premiere at the LA punk film festival on December 2nd. And so I've been talking with him about going to that Perla and I are going to go and kind of, um, you know, get pictures and video and all that stuff. December 2nd. Uh, yeah. Saturday, December 2nd, somewhere in LA. I can send you the details if you want to check it out, but yeah, he, send me the deeds. yeah, he just hit me up about some other thing on November 30th at 7 p.m. at the same time that Phyllis Rose thing would, would have been happening. So I might go to that instead um, and then also go to the December 2nd thing. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Cannibal Comedian is also screening at the Culver City Film Festival on December 2nd as well at 7.30 so you can get your tickets for that Culver City Film Fest.com or Culver City Film Festival.com. Either way, just Google it. You'll find it. It's super fucking easy. Um, Google it. <laughs> do it. Google it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> no, Google but it. you know, there's, there's always that guy. There's always that guy that tells you like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you it's happening. Just Google it. Um, so yeah, uh, LA Punk Film Festival. Uh, oh, and and you mentioned Cannibal Comedian, and then well, Cannibal right? Comedians also screening seven thirty that night. So Joe set um, the so the time frame for Joe is somewhere between three and eleven. So he doesn't really know what time he's going to be going on stage. Um, so I would love for like us to like migrate over to Cannibal Comedian, um, but I want to show out for Joe. I've, I've you know. Um, been I mean, to it's a punk festival three or four different three to 11 yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah i know i know i know but yeah so yeah just a couple things um but i post that stuff all on the instagram anyway so if everybody out there is listening and you follow the instagram then you should be able to see all that stuff right there um but again google it yeah google it no, <laughs> all right today we're doing something different though today we are starting phase one of our Sam Curtin series, um, so uh, just kind of a reminder to everybody. Can I can I ask this? Mm-hmm. Does the curtains match the grapes? <laughs> or wait, 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 does the curtain? Never mind. Fuck. I think I, uh, I heard it the best. Uh, I think it was uh, Paul Rudd in Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forgetting we, Sarah Marshall. I think we said that on here. Does the carpet does the match, the pubes? match the pubes? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> and I totally said that shit wrong. But goddamn, I was just, I was, oh man. That was a good segue. <laughs> Blew it. Okay. So, a um, little about Sam before we jump in here. 
So Sam is a movie director, Sam Curtin, movie director. Um, he's got three titles under his belt so far. Um, the first one um, we'll be talking about tonight, and then uh, next week will be number two. Uh, the week after that will be number three, and then we hope to sew up this whole thing with an actual interview with Sam and some of the cast members from some of the movies that we'll be reviewing, um, which is fucking awesome. I, uh, I met... David Tracy, who is in, I think he's the lead actor in the third movie through Instagram. And we started chatting and I told him who we were and what we do. And he was like, dude, I'd love to come on the show. He's like, you should hit up Sam um, because he's very personable and approachable. And it's like, all right, cool. So then I hit up Sam and we talk a little bit here and there. And, and we finally started putting like an agenda together and I kind of laid it out for him time wise. And he was like, yep, I love it. Let's do it. He's like, I'll get whoever I can from any of the movies. It's like, Oh, that's fucking awesome, man. So hopefully over the next couple of weeks, we'll have some really good shit to kind of put forward. That yeah, sounds good. That yeah. sounds awesome. Sounds like a fun time. Why don't you tell the friends at home what we're talking about tonight? We are talking about a movie called. Oh, you're not going to intro it in? Uh, of course I, I was waiting mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. No, sure, no, I'm you serious. Were I, was, me, uh-huh. I was testing you. Sure. Yes. Well, tonight, the monsters are running amok, and we run for that theater. And the marquee now reads Blood Hunt. horror film thriller horror as it's labeled in front of me more so yeah horror thriller for sure Mm -hmm. um interesting take on horror but not really i don't know um this movie intrigued me there are some scenes i mean it starts off Okay, (laughs) there are some scenes in the movie that are rough for me because I am sensitive to the sexual violence uh, sometimes. Sometimes it's a little uh, unsettling for me to watch. And I don't think that in the scenes that there are some scenes in this movie where that is happening. I don't think they're overbearing. I don't think it's like spoiler alert. I spit on your grave or last, you know, or was it I spit on your grave or last house on your left? Or maybe it was even both. Last house on your left. <laughs> no, last house on your left, asshole. <laughs> last house. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, a, a, a bit of sexual assault, but it's, you know, it's, uh, you know, 
one of those things we don't talk about so much, you know. But but it, it happens in these films. It yeah, does. It's, it's part of it. Yeah. Does it? Does it really affect me? Nah. <laughs> nah. Look, I'll tell you why. Because we can we can see people be degraded in all kinds of ways in some of these movies and stuff, and I'm gonna get slightly bothered by something that you know can happen on an everyday basis. Probably I think I think that's I think that's basis. why. Yeah, I think that's why for me is that it's very very realistic uh, in the sense that like it is a thing that happens uh, more often than we all like to acknowledge. Um, I, I, but I mean, like in, in all fairness, this isn't even a movie that's even about that. Like, no, that's a hundred percent correct. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want us painting the wrong picture about this movie. It hasn't there. Are, oh, and, there are, and, and, and don't get me wrong. Like I, I love, I spit on your grave, by the way, I love both versions. Um, and, and, and it, it's, I know we we have two different uh, well points of view on these things. Um, the reason why I like films of this nature is because they push the envelope for one thing, but uh, two, it's because um, because for the most part there is a revenge factor that somehow makes everything better. Like, for example, I spit on your grave. I mean, you know, that that girl went through a lot of bullshit. And you're now you're now going to witness how she's going to fuck them over in the worst possible way. Right. Which same thing with how last house on the left. Right. I mean, they in the end, the good guys had the upper hand. Now, if if we're talking a movie that's about a sexual assault for just gratuity purposes and has no business in the plot and doesn't have any kind of deliverance in the end, then yeah, it's kind of pointless. Will I watch it? Sure. But uh, I don't, I don't think, uh, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. I, I just, it doesn't serve any kind of purpose for me. It wouldn't, it wouldn't have, uh, I don't know. It, it wouldn't have this same effect on me. Well, tell um, us what this movie's about. Well, now that we've said this, we, we know it's about <laughs> sexual assault. <laughs> That's not what it's no, about. <laughs> I know it's not. Okay. Uh, so, uh, uh, do we run right into it? You want me to give it a sure. synopsis? Yeah, do it. Do it. Okay. Hey, do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. Do it. Um... It's about a couple uh, going into a land down under. I can't. I'm not really good with the Australian accent. Sorry, boys. Uh, which is not a setting that we were actually unfamiliar with on this show. We've we've been there already, um, right, Paul? We've been to the outback. Yeah, at least uh, with boar. I thought you were gonna say at least twice. I was like, "Fuck, what was the other one then?" No, <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking more. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So we we've been there before, and we're right back into it. Uh, oh no, hold on, couple. wait a minute. No, 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 no. Boar. Yeah, no, at least twice. Uh, because there was boar first, uh -huh. and then I did a quick episode on Run Rabbit Run, and that takes place in uh, Australia as well. So at least twice. Oh. 
There you go. Twice. Okay, yeah. We we've been there twice and we're going in a third time. Um, which I never get tired of it. I mean, okay, for one thing, uh the Australia is is a, a giant there's a giant gaping wilderness where anything goes. Um so yeah, these people are are cruising uh the old farmlands or whatever. Uh in Australia and uh you know they're going on a trip somewhere and they just run into the wrong people at the wrong time. This is not a story that is original by any means. Um but that doesn't necessarily make it a bad film. It, it actually, you know, it when when it's it's such a diverse kind of uh tool to use this formula that you can shape it your own way, which uh, I'll, uh, you know, I'll give them a lot of credit for, for following uh, that, 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 that normal background and stuff like that. Cause you can tell your own version of it. Um, so it's, it's a movie where, yeah, a couple run into some bad people. Yeah. So bad timing for the couple. And yeah. I, that's my quick synopsis because right. I, I, I I didn't want to delve too deep into it because we're going to walk through it anyway, right? Yeah. Written and directed by Sam Curtin in 2017. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blood Hunt is an action-packed waking nightmare of relentless brutality and merciless revenge set against the harsh landscapes of rural Australia. I got to say... Yeah, well, well, okay. Well, when we get there. But... uh, yeah, I you know the movie's not all that long either. I think it was like an hour and fifteen, so I think it does a really good job of like getting you into the mix, and then just like being done when it's done. It you know it didn't drag out or anything, uh, which was really nice. Um, right. Saw it on this isn't this isn't like a like a you know a narrative kind of story. This is more like cut and dry, straight to the point. Yeah. 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 So we start um, with the movie opening. Wait, 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 wait. You remember? I had, I had, I have a special special thing for this one. Oh, yeah. I just didn't know when you're ready to plug it in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wanted to let the audience know. Okay, so I I, I found this a fun little, little thing to do with this one because it is such a generic uh, plausibility and a generic uh, film formula. Uh, we can make this fun by uh, addressing um, things in, in the middle of it, uh, the do's and don'ts of this situation. Okay. I have it written down. <laughs> okay, so check this out. Not do's and don'ts as, as in, you know, uh, making these kind of films, but do's and don'ts as if putting yourself in the, uh, the driver's seat of this situation. Um, the do's and don'ts in survival tactics. Uh, of of uh, situations such as this. Okay, so and and we'll just address these as they go along. Um, all right. I'm so. gonna I'm gonna okay. So <laughs> so you just chime in with those whenever, so I can understand like when we're supposed to do that. Does that make sense? No. Or okay. Uh, yeah. Tell me how this works. Based off of certain actions that take place in this film. It basically, yeah, just informative, like maybe the best way to handle it mm. versus 
the way it was handled in the in the film. Okay, then this is where I'm looking at you. Then, then you when the when we come up against those things, you maybe chime in with the first couple, so I understand kind of the pacing of what you're Correct. trying to do, and then we can go from there. Correct. Yeah. Excellent. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Fun little idea. We so. figured it out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the movie opens. Um, with some black and white shaky camera footage, right? And um, at first, I couldn't tell if it was like someone filming this or if it was shot from the perspective of someone. Um, but what we find is this guy with kind of a shaved head mohawk type, real grungy looking dude, dragging this person into a room. And then what we see are female legs and him like ripping off her um whatever she was wearing on her legs, like her stockings or whatever, and then um, proceeds to, to rape her. So to me, it was shot from the perspective of the girl being assaulted versus like someone just kind of recording cheeky cam footage. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So you yourself feel like the person that yes. is really taking it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Great start. Great start to a movie right there. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It sets the tone for what's to come because we find out later that that guy's like the main uh, antagonist of the movie. His name is Nuck. Spoiler um, alert. Jesus. Well, I mean, my bad. <laughs> Nuck is played by a dude named Thomas Roach, which is a name that will come up in some of these other Sam uh, Curtin movies. But, uh, yeah, so it's a rough start, right? Like, you watch it, and you're just like, ugh. Well, I mean, and I, I said spoiler jokingly, by the way, because, like, in the reality, when you're watching this, you're like, oh, okay, well, these are going to be the bad guys, and we're getting kind of a, a taste of what they do. Right. right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So when and we come- they just seem like a bunch of loose-ended people that you probably don't want to mess with uh well yeah i mean yeah <laughs> it's a little it gets a little rough <laughs> i mean it's a, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's like being in a very bad situation you're like oh fuck all right so it's it it, does, it is cool because it kind of builds the character of the uh, antagonists of the film already yeah and uh let's just know what we're in for because we know from here on out, um, as you said, good paced movie and stuff, but uh, it, it kind of gets into its developing factor after that. And then then you meet those very same characters a little bit further down the line. Not much further, probably like 10, 20 minutes down the line, maybe. Well, after the uh, after the opening, we cut to both um, our, our kind of main characters here. Um, one of them is Dean played by Dean Kirkwright. And then the other is um, Claire, played by Callie Williams. And Dean I'm is... Ahead. I'm sorry. Go I'm ahead. sorry. I'm going to go ahead and refer to Dean as the bootleg Thomas Jane. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why? Because he looks, he looks like a bootleg Thomas Jane. He looks like Thomas Jane's younger brother that not really a high paid actor 
I no? could kind of see it, I guess. I totally see it. I totally see it. He's yeah, a playing, little bit. He's playing a Tom Jane kind of role. A little bit. Nothing wrong with that. I love Tom Jane. Well, Dean is also a blue collar worker, right? So we we get shots of him kind of coming out yeah, of yeah. his uh, job. Looks like he was like you know working on the construction site or something. And then um, yeah, Claire is you know at her in her apartment. She's getting ready, showering, doing her hair, doing her makeup. She's making breakfast, and Dean's like you know trucking his way over to her apartment. And pulls up, and um, she comes running out, and she's got um, you know like a um not like a cooler but like she she has like a like a bag ready to go and you know she's handing him breakfast and he changes his shirt because he's all you know just got off of work and stuff and so this is where we kind of understand that these two are in a relationship with each other they're boyfriend and girlfriend essentially and oh, then they're not brother and sister oof, uh <laughs> i don't watch those kind of movies anymore <laughs> So they they take off from there and they're just having mild-mannered conversation, you know, down the road and we're we're doing some character um development here, right? We're getting a sense of who each of them are and I I kind of rewatched it and I got a better sense of that on the second watch obviously cuz it's the first go around, so you know, you're just kind of it, you're not as uh, attuned to uh, other stuff on the first watch, but on the second one, did a really good job about really kind of um, coloring the dynamic. So I think what was happening was, you know, they were having small little conversation, but then they got into a conversation about kids. And Claire was very much talking about how she wanted kids and, you know, that's something that she wants eventually. Um, and then Dean was like, nope, never even thought about it. Never crossed my mind, like not a thing. And so it starts to kind of draw this rift between the two of them. And then she starts talking about, um, I'm assuming college and she was going to take some program. And he was like, well, what about, you know, us? Like you said, you weren't going to take that. And so, so I get the sense that Claire is very kind of focused on um you know becoming a better person and growing professionally and intellectually and you know kind of pre-planning her life whereas dean is just kind of a blue collar day-to-day check-to-check type you know whatever is in front of me at the moment like doesn't really think long term just really kind of you know like a guy your average guy and it for me, it painted the dynamic of like these two are growing apart and that potentially this trip that they're taking, this weekend trip is for them to maybe like get closer with each other or try to salvage the relationship. You know what I mean? I do. So I thought it was good character development in that sense. I, you know, I don't know if I saw it that way. I don't. It didn't seem like they were like on the verge of breaking up and stuff to me. But uh, I, I'm, I'm. Well, I mean, she was like, I, I'm going to take this program. Normal bickering and stuff like that. Mm, yeah. Know? But also the the the, the uh, vacation aspect too. Um, like it was just. It's it's kind of like one of those things. It's like you know, we're a couple. We never get out. Let's go out somewhere, kind of thing, stuff like that. But. It, that kind of conversation, I feel like, is going to happen anyways when you're on vacation. You know, 
you're going to talk about like, oh, little things that you guys don't really talk about or the things that might bother somebody. It, it kind of falls in line. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it means that they're on the fritz and stuff. That's not what I got from it. It could be what they were going for. Well, remember, uh, okay, so, all right, I mean, I don't know. I, I think uh, the, the, the nail in the coffin for me in that, in the way I saw it was uh, she's getting ready to leave for this, like, school program, and, like, she, and he's like, what about us? And she was like, you could come, but I'm going, you know? So I think well, yeah, in the end I mean, they were like, oh, wanted we'll, him to, we'll figure it out. To follow her. That's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. She like, wanted. she, she, yeah, so if if he wasn't going, then she's still going. So like to me that equals breakup in my, in my head, but I don't think it's, you know, it's too pivotal. It's not so sensitive or detrimental to the story or the plot of the movie, but I thought it was good because there's a contrast to it. That's what this whole movie was about. What are you talking about? Rom-com. Oh yeah. Rom-com. Rom-com. But no, I think there, to me, I drew a, 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 contrast to that in the end and i'll i'll get there eventually um so there's just small talk in between here and there you know they're still in the car and they end up at this gas station now this gas station scene is about 17 minutes into the movie and i bring it up in that sense because again this movie is only like an hour 15 so technically this is like 20 percent of the movie we're like we're already 20 percent into the movie so that that's what i mean by like you know that it's it's quick pacing um because it just all kind of happens you know all at the same time so yeah it actually um kind of goes back to my point uh at the, at the beginning where it showed the little bit of uh the, the antagonist and stuff like that and, and i'm sorry if you watch this movie and you didn't pick up on that you just uh, sometimes you just can't read movies. <laughs> it was very clear what it was showing. So the I, I found it very interesting. It's a good tactic um, for, uh, like you said, probably about twenty minutes in or something like that. Um, that's when uh, things start. The, the wheels start turning for this movie. Um, without that uh, intro scene. Uh, you probably would have no idea where this was going. Well, uh, you say that because here at the gas station, um, Dean had went inside like, okay, so they got there and they both split up. Um, Claire went into the restroom and then Dean went into the gas station to pay or whatever it was. And when Claire comes back, you know, she's sitting in the car by herself and then some dude walks up to her at the window with a shaved head and a mohawk, and we know who that guy is because we saw it in the beginning and what he's capable of, and this is where it's like, ah, fuck, you know? Like, there's that guy. And this goes to, this this is where we get into our first don't scenario, okay? When, when you're in a situation and you're far away, and by the way, this is one of those things where like, ah, you know, we need to get gas. This is probably like the last... Uh, petrol station for a while they go there um, and of course naturally this is where things start going a little off in these kind of movies right it always starts at a gas station and don't you go into the place or don't you go there or 
you just run into the wrong people. This one of these common scenarios. If some jackass comes fucking knocking at your window and shit, demanding a lighter from you, just tell the guy to fuck off. <laughs> why you gotta acknowledge him? Ignore him. You know why do why do you have to engage in anything? Okay, Bing. There you go. Nice. Right. Lesson number one: Fuck people. Lesson number one. <laughs> well. You're you're kind of outside your element. I mean, yeah, let's face it; these are two city people out in the middle of nowhere, right? Um, for somebody to come rapping on your window, and I guess we didn't even get to that part before. I just jumped right in. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, yeah, yeah this guy comes rapping at the window, and he he does it very like powerful. Just boom, 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 boom. Uh, got a lot? No, sorry. I don't smoke, so I don't need one. Sorry. Guys, got one. Any console? Uh, sorry, doesn't yours too? One's not working. Well, I can't fix it for you. You don't need to be a smart ass, alright? You just want to smoke. Look, I don't have a lighter for you, so just... Stop being a little bitch and give me a fucking light. Get lost! Don't have me smash through this fucking window. Oi! You right? Yeah, mate. Just need a light here. But your missus won't help us out. Yeah, well, she doesn't smoke. Good man. Right? He's not... You know, it was not a friendly knock. It's not anything like that. He's just being annoying. He's like, hey, hey, hey. You know, he's being an asshole. But the yeah, the other thing too though is the window is like half open, so like it's not like she, you know, she'd have to like roll it back up to like intentionally ignore him. You know, which I'm not saying I'm not uh, against, but. Yeah, she kind of set herself up for it because uh, he just came right over and like was already in her face. All right, so 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 for for you young females out there, you know, and and your male counterpart or female counterpart, whoever it is, that left the vehicle and left you alone while some random stranger who looks like bad news in the first place comes rapping at your window. Um. Probably do best to, you know what? Put your phone in your hand. Threaten to call the cops. Something. All right. Don't put yourself in this situation where you have to engage any further. Because by God, this shit could have ended right here. That's true. So these are life lessons, guys. This is why I wanted to do this little gimmick for this. Because this made it a fun movie to do this. (laughs) Because obviously it's a movie for a reason. It's supposed to go the wrong way. We're supposed to see what happens when it goes the wrong way, but it also gives us a good positive, some positive reinforcement on how to handle yourself in these situations <laughs> to <laughs> have a better outcome. Survival tips from the horror podcast. Love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> free of charge. Free of charge. And there is, <laughs> there is no Patreon for this. <laughs> you know? We're not getting paid to tell you this shit. We're letting you guys know because we care. 
All right. So dude is just looking for a lighter for a cigarette. Dean comes out because dude starts to get like pretty mean uh, with Claire. And then I even think he was like, he called her a bitch at one point. So he gets his, his smoke. They take off. And, you know, Claire's kind of shaken in the car. And she's like, dude, that wasn't cool. Wasn't funny or whatever. And, and Dean, you know, is doing the typical guy thing. He's like, yeah, you just got to blow those guys off. Like, fuck them. Who cares? You know? You know, it wasn't any big deal. Just shake him off. And she's, you know, still vis- visibly shooken by the whole thing. But um, they get to where they were going, which is uh, to some hotel. Um, and, of course, the first thing Dean wants to do when they get to the hotel is what? Uh, I'm going to say go swimming. But remember, <laughs> I... <laughs> It's been like a week and a half since I watched this movie. No, it doesn't he's... mean that it's 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 forgettable in any way. I, there's just certain details I may have forgotten, but I'm when you're on a road trip with right. your girl and mm-hmm. you pull into a hotel, the first thing you want to do is go swimming. Oh, I mean, swimming in that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Eloquently what said, sir. What do you sir. think? I mean, a man in a swimming pool. <laughs> But yeah, I, I did. I did. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So survival tip two: bring a condom. <laughs> I bet that wasn't one you had on the list, but it fits. <laughs> it totally fits. Well, if it's an XL. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they're they're uh, getting down and freaky. Yeah, I, mean? I don't know. the The cutscene's really weird. Like they show up and then they like go to sleep, but then they wake up and um, she brought him like coffee and breakfast, and they're talking about going hiking. And then like it oh, cuts man. to them in That's the car. So they're back in the car. They're driving down the road again, and they pass this car on the road. Some car had broken down. The hood's up. This guy's like into the hood. And who is it that's on the side of the car when they roll up? It's that dude from The Hitcher. It's our uh, boy yeah, Nook. Remember that movie, The Hitcher? No. Uh, no. no, no, no. It, it's it's the uh, very same asshole that was at, at the uh, gas station. Okay. So pivotal choice making decision time here right yes yes we're yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of fucking rural australia Ooh, try to say that three times fast rural australia <laughs> rural australia <laughs> whatever asshole that's it's not even fast i guess he was okay so this dude was a little dickish right he called her a bitch he was scary mm-hmm. he, he threatened to smash through the window to her um, yeah he, he even said it very menacing like, if you don't fucking open this window yeah yeah and dean wasn't there to hear that part so he doesn't understand fully where claire is coming from and so they oh, she hadn't told him yet huh claire it's gonna be hours until someone else comes past you. he's gonna be stuck Dean, please he scares me <laughs> he's pretty scary he, he threatened me okay just what? just keep just go what the? just go Why the hell didn't you tell me? Well, I didn't think we'd be bumping into him again. No, and he got pissed oh, off about that. He was like, I don't like being left in the dark. Like, you got to tell me this shit, you know? She's like, ah, I didn't think it was going to be a big deal. Yeah, that, that's uh, something that I, I'm sorry. I accidentally jumped us forward to. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, um, they're, on the, uh, they're on the side of the road is the same menacing asshole from the, 
the gas station, like you said. Wow. So pivotal moment. So instead of getting out of the car and helping or offer to make a phone call or anything like that, they just bounce. Like they go from a dead stop and they take off. And that dude is just standing there watching them take off. And it's like, ugh, okay. So, so in a survival status, what would you do, Paul? What well, would you do in this situation? That's a perfect fucking question because Perla watched this movie with me. And so it's about this time where we start to question each other. What would we do in this situation? Because, And this is what I love about this movie. And even though and I'll go back to what I was saying in the beginning with the sexual violence stuff, yeah, it's, sometimes it's a little undigestible for me. But also at the same time, like now I understand the context of this movie. This is horror in the sense that like it's not monster or vampires or, you know, creature feature or anything like that. This is like real life. You could anybody could be in this situation type horror horror in the sense that like this can happen to anybody anywhere at any time. And it's like, okay, now this movie hits a little bit different, right? And so right. Perla and I start talking about it. We're like, fuck, what would you do? And I'm like, you know, honestly, I don't know that I would have done anything different. I, I think I maybe would have like pulled up and, you know, just out the window been like, hey, do you want me to call somebody for you? But like, I'm not stopping. I'm not getting down. I'm not getting out of my car. I don't know these guys. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like there's and I've already had kind of a run in with this dude. And. And it's not even the same day. It's the next day. You know, what are the odds that the next day on this rural road, I'm going to run into that same dude. It's just, it's just too little coincidental for me. Mm -mm. All right, right, right. What would you do? So, so and this, I, I think the best way to handle this, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, for one, it's the modern day. It's a new age, right? This was back, you know, 60s 70s and stuff and everybody was hitchhiking and everything was all great and every once in a while you get a slaughterhouse of like you know serial killers and rapists and whatnot well you know it was more of a time where where people could approach other people but nowadays uh nowadays we we sometimes should mind our own business now i'm not saying ever put yourself or don't 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 be involved you see somebody that's hurt and you want to do something to help. Yes, you can help them. Again, this is all about uh, you, you using, using the smartest way through this. Uh, it, so don't stop. Uh, Can't stop. Won't call stop. your local authorities. Call repair service. Call whoever could, you know, would, would be in, in need at this time. If you really want to help those people. Especially people like this. Honestly, people like this, they look like assholes. I just, I'll drive past them and not give two fuck. However, you know, I, I'd probably be a nice enough guy if I saw somebody struggling. And uh, I see it, there's like three dudes there and stuff like that. Uh, if it's a little old lady by herself, I could see myself maybe stopping. But remember, if they're real assholes, they could be ambushing you. So you, you always got to think about this kind of stuff. Look at you giving out life lessons for help. Hmm. So that's that's how I think the best way to handle that situation. Man, you're a you're a new man, Matt. 
<laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> you don't usually dish out the the safety alerts or the PSAs very much. No, I I thought this would be a fun way to uh, right. bring that in because yeah, because yeah. in no way, shape, or form, uh, again, this is no new formula in any movie, but it makes this one fun to talk about because there are a lot of plausible don'ts in this situation that could have been uh, it changed the outcome um throughout the film right which i i found very fun and just like you said you and you and perla were watching you guys thought to yourself well how how would we have handled it better same thing go. happened to me when i was watching it there I was you like, go huh, there you go interesting there's an interesting take on this shit so they keep going and then they get to where they're going which is to go hiking Right. So they were talking about going hiking. That's where they went. So there's a few minutes of them like, you know, taking pictures, being lovey dovey, like re kind of rekindling the relationship again, playing on what I was saying earlier. Maybe it felt a little bit rocky, but they're taking the weekend to really get to get back in touch with each other. It's all good. Right. So they get back in the car and they start and to touch on each other. That's what I said. No, no. And to touch on each other. Mm, there you go. Because that's what they were doing. So they, well, I, I don't they, know what was it. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I, I mean, I'd take that opportune moment. You're in, the, you're in the middle of nowhere and stuff like that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's a little personal question on you. Have you ever had sex in the woods? It's not that bad. In the woods? Uh, no. It'd be pretty fun, especially not knowing what might be around the corner. <laughs> That's probably a, a big don't, by the way, you guys. <laughs> the survival. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's an awfully big risk. So they risk. leave, and then the car starts acting up. Can you smell it? And Claire's like, what the fuck, man? I thought you had this thing fixed. They pulled over, and he gets un- Dean gets oh, into the car, shit. and he sees that his radiator hose has been cut. And so he gets up from out of the car, from under the car. He's got the hood open, parked on the side of the road. He's taking a look at the engine. Now, now Dean is the guy on the side of the road, just like Nuck was the day before. And while he's there trying to figure out what's happening to his car, who the fuck shows up? Nuck. But he's not alone. He's got some big burly dude with him. I don't remember this guy's name. He's a big... I, I actually labeled him in my documents. I, I call him the Balrog. What seems to be the problem, mate? Oh, uh, all good. Just overheated, buddy. You need some water? Ah, uh, no, I'm right. I'm just going to give it some coolant, and then I'm going to be on my way. Cheers. A piece of shit car like this must happen all the time, right? That's not really helping, mate. Mate. So we're mates now. Like I said, I'm alright, okay? The ball rock. Yeah, he's just some big menacing fucking freakazoid, man. Like, uh, yeah. He doesn't deserve a name. He is a beast of a man. You and me? I just called him the ball rock. We don't mates. Now, what's happening here... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's a good one. No, it's a good one. You know how I nickname these characters. (laughs) Bootleg Tom Jane. I actually didn't have one for the main guy. The main antagonist. So, so Nuck is like very passive aggressively talking shit. 
to Dean. And he's like, oh, what are you going to do? You know, like, we'll help you out. We're not just going to leave you on the side of the road. We're not assholes. He's like, we're not friends, but we're not assholes either. Like, we'll totally help you, you know? And what we're seeing is, you know, he's got other people with him too. And then this other guy shows up. So now it's three dudes. Three burly, big-ass dudes and Dean and his girl in the car. And the conversation's getting heated. And again, Perla and I look to each other and we're like, what the fuck would... Like, how would we handle this situation, you know? And I think to your PSAs, uh, you know, to your point, is like, don't put yourself in this situation. But you never know when someone's going to cut your radiator hose, you know? Uh-huh. I got one for that. Carry an you extra radiator hose in your car? <laughs> no. No. I mean, that's not realistic. But, you know, maybe if you're a mechanic, it is realistic. However, you go, you trek through the woods and stuff, and you come back out to your car. You look, and you see fluids might be draining from your car. You might want to check underneath the undercarriage. Now... It's fair to say that these people probably didn't see fluids um, because they weren't looking. However, you are out in the middle of nowhere, and I feel like I would notice that there was a small puddle under my car. I'm like, hey, was that the air conditioner or what that what might that be? Yeah, I'm going to be traveling miles this way. Should I maybe check that? Possibly. Is it a very realistic survival scenario that everyone's going to check it every time they stop? No. So it's kind of a hit or a miss there. Check for puddles. Got it. Check for puddles. Check for (laughs) anything broken. Maybe somebody broke into your car, broken glass. You know, just check. Check. Do you got a, a leak in your tire? I mean, it's definitely very wise to check if you got leaks in your tire right you know there you go stuff like that okay so the conversation is getting heated dean's had enough of it he fucking takes a swing and hits nook right they start throwing blows with each other and then very quickly your ball rock dude comes in and he starts you know double teaming with nook and they're starting to beat the shit out of dean and then this like curly haired guy who was at a gas station curly haired guy (laughs) curly haired guy cut like so uh claire's trying to like she's trying to like lock all the doors and shit you know obviously she feels unsafe and then curly haired dude is like breaking into the car and like drags her out and luckily dean was able to like get himself free he starts fighting back against everybody. So he takes all three of these dudes out, which was fucking awesome. Gets Claire back in the car, and then they take off. Get back in the car! And when they take off, you know, the thing that he, the thing he's got to worry about, which, like, was kind of in the forefront of my mind, but also I'm like, all right, damn, you got to get away. But then, like, your radiator hose is cut. So, like, your car is about to overheat, like, super quick. Um, and then on top of that... Then they got Nuck and his guys. I don't know if it was just Nuck or if it was all of them. But either way, Nuck is following him in the car um, that he was on the side of the road with. So now we're giving chase um, to Dean and Claire. And, you know, there's, I don't know, about a good couple of minutes of a, you know, 
pretty pretty good cup. Good yeah, chasing. that was that was probably like the longest sequence of the whole movie <laughs> was that car chase. I remember that actually. But it was intense. I mean, it wasn't like a Fast and Furious type intense, but yes, it was because you know they they're running for their lives, and yeah, you're right. Yeah, I just I thought it was funny because it was. It was average speed chase, but then again, you're in the middle middle of like no paved roads and stuff like that. So how fast can you really go without bottoming out and fucking up your car? So I get that much. Um, Which yeah, is exactly a- what happens, right? Because they're they're bumping into each other side by side, and then like Nuck hits Dean's car in such a way where like it just sends it tumbling through like an open field, and it takes a like a really good couple of turns, right? So. For a low budget movie, I don't know how much they they made this movie for, but from what I understand, like it's low budget. But to see that kind of um, effect where we're you know rolling a car, I thought was pretty cool for like a for the for a low budget film. Yeah, it was, it was a good sequence. I, I I liked it. I mean, I enjoyed this movie altogether. Yeah, I mean, so far like the intensity is just kind of wrapped up from the moment we left the gas station, you know what I mean? It's just been getting a little bit here, a little bit there. And then I think it all kind of culminates, comes together in that scene, you know, where the one we just watched with the, with them fighting on the side of the road. Dean's car um, ends up on top of itself and Dean and Claire are passed out and Claire is making her way out. But then uh, Nuck comes over and just like, kicks the shit out of her and Dean was coming out of the car and I think he kicked the shit out of him too. And then they both like, it just cuts to black. Like they're passed out and we wake up or we wake up, they wake up and they are tied up in the back of Nuck's car. The only way I can describe it is like a, like an El Camino with like a large bed, but it's got a cover on it. I was going to say, I think it is an El Camino. Is it? I couldn't really tell. It's either El Camino or El Dorado. Either way, it's a Ford. A Ford is a very domineering car out in the Australian lands. Don't know what it is about that, but yeah. Um, I mean, quite personally, one of my favorite movie cars of all time is a uh, uh, in, uh, in well, favorite movie cars is a Ford. It was the Ford Interceptor that was on Mad Max. And uh, that was actually a, a mm, car. I feel like you're pandering. No, it was a car very Because it's an Australian movie. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I mean. Like, like <laughs> you know, no, but they use Fords a lot. And that specific car they use for Mad Max's Interceptor, I think, is a Ford only made out in Australia. Mm. So I, I found that very interesting. So, I, you know... I'm thinking, you know, it's probably an El Camino, El Dorado, something like that. Well, either Sorry. way, um, he's got him in the back and they're both tied up and there's a toolbox back there. So they're like scrambling to try to like open the toolbox and, and get something to kind of cut their ties with. <clears throat> but it took too long and we stop and they're getting pulled out of the car. We're at some fucking ranch in the middle of nowhere. And the three guys are there, Nuck, Balrog, and Curly Hair Guy. Curly Hair Guy is bringing in... Uh, greatest, the greatest uh, tr- 
I won't. I almost said duet, but there's three guys. Trope. So what would you call it? A trope. Try, 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 trifecta. No, it'd be a trope. Trope definition noun: a group of dancers, actors, or other entertainers with tour who tour to different venues. Mm, no, that's no, that's trope. not it. Come on, we can do better. Than I think that. it's a threesome, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll call it a threesome. A threesome of maniacs in the middle of Australia. Yes. That sounds good. Nuck, Balrog from Street Fighter, and the curly hair guy. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. So, they're getting pulled out of the car. They go into the ranch. Um, Dean is, like, thrown up against, like, uh, some fence, some wooden fence, and they, like, sit him down, and they tie him to the fence around his neck with a piece of barbed wire which I thought was pretty dope because then like it forces you not to struggle so much right because then you're just going to end up cutting all your shit up and then um, Claire is like stood up and there I think a Balrog is like holding her or, like they put her up against a post or something and what we can't what they can't see but we can is the fact that Claire had grabbed like a like a saw blade and is like actively trying to cut her ties with her hands behind her back all at the same time while Nuck is like running a knife against her stomach and like Balrog is like you know holding her choking her so this is where um, we start to get into some more of the unsettling nature of the, these guys and um, they proceed to um, proceed to waterboard him they waterboard Dean uh, but then like kind of setting the pace that like they're gonna rape Claire you know oh not only that I mean I not only are they teasing that but like well, you, you gotta look at people in this uh, in these situations like that these um, these uh, I want to call them criminals but evil people I, I i guess you you know uh really it's about the reaction right they're they're they're, they're trying to make a statement of sorts and i well this is this is what i i feel like is going through their mind it's like you don't belong here you come fuck with us we're gonna ruin your life right so okay i'm going to sit here and showcase the the most indis or despicable things that I can possibly do to you, starting with the ones that you love closest to you first. Interesting. They're making a statement. I it. Is it for their pleasure? Probably one hundred percent. But yeah. it's more it's more for the, the 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 statement they're trying to make. I took it a little like, bit different. Don't fuck with us. Yeah, I took it a little bit different. Um, I I was thinking about that scene from uh, The Dark Knight where Alfred was telling the story about the when he went like treasure hunting and there was a guy who like burned it all down just because he wanted to watch it burn, you know? And he was talking about uh, he, like when the Joker the, lit, lit all the money on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was relevant to the yeah. Yeah, he burnt down that. some village. He was like he he didn't he didn't care. He just like there was like he just burnt it just because he wanted to watch the world burn. You know, some people just want to watch the world burn. That's exactly what he said. That's who these guys are. 
yeah. don't think they did yeah. it because they were trying to make a statement, right? Because like you get the impression that they're the only motherfuckers in this town and no one's ever going to see, no one saw what happened. No one's ever going to know about what happened. No one's going to know who these people are. It's just, you just, they, they stopped at the wrong place at the wrong time. That that's all it was. And that's why I think this movie hits different because as we all do, we make stops along the road and whatever. And like, you never know when you're going to come across someone at the wrong place at the wrong time. And it's just like, it's more relatable in that sense is what makes this movie a horror movie. In my opinion, is the fact that this just can happen. There are people that exist like this everywhere. And this is a situation that hundreds and millions of people put themselves through every fucking day. And Luckily, they don't end up like this for the most part, but there are some that do. No, that we know of. That's what I'm but saying. Yes, this is absolutely 100% a horror mo- movie yeah. because of, of what it is. I mean, it, it, you know, like it's, it's all the things that you shouldn't do. You don't, don't go places and, and stir up some shit with people you don't know. Because you don't know who these people are. Sure. And that, that's the thing. And you do have a valid point about what you're saying uh, with the Joker thing. However, I think the difference between that kind of mind versus this is these guys are not trying to destroy the world and destroy the construct of, of society. These are the kind of guys that are just going to go do their, their evil deeds and then continue doing what they do. Stealing shit, farming you know, because mm. it, it, it won't it, very similar in mind because it will never they won't you lose a day of sleep in this. But it's it's really it's really just a sword fight. They're like, you fucked with us. We're going to fuck with you back and ruin your day. Right. And it, there's people like this all over the place. And you're right. This is what makes it kind of realistic, because. There are people like this in this this world that are, you know, just want to fuck up your day. <laughs> so they're fucking with Dean. They actually string him up. They've got him upside down, still beating the shit out of him, right? No one's paying attention to Claire. Claire ends up cutting her, her, uh, her restraints off and Dean sees her like break free. And so he yells at her to like run. And she takes off and they all turn around and see that she escaped and she just starts booking it. And uh, she ends up like, you know, trying to figure out her way off this farm and ends up um, kind of hiding behind cars and behind barns and shit like that. And so these guys are literally on like a little goose chase here trying to find Claire um, on the farm. By the way. You weren't completely wrong with the whole the mohawk thing. Okay, so he doesn't have a mohawk, but he's got a buzzed head, and he's got like one of those rat tail things. Does he have a rat tail? That's what I, I just I looked at his scene on his profile. He he has like this bit of hair on the back. Ah, uh, it's kind like of a like, really, like a half a like a, a really bad haircut. Like he just didn't give a fuck and forgot that one patch back there or something. Well. 
Yeah, so probably good like testament of the character who's like you know either cuts his own Absolutely. hair and doesn't know I mean, how to do look it. Look at or... the way these guys look. They yeah, don't, yeah, hundred percent. They don't look like your common folks and yeah. shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> they definitely don't give a shit what they look like. Sorry, I had to bring that up. So Claire ends up locking herself in the El Camino, right? And then on both sides, mm-hmm. you have uh, Nuck who's talking to her at the window, and then you have Balrog on the other side at the other door. And so while they're trying to like get her to get out of the car, one of the ways that they do that is the curly haired guy ends up dragging Dean over and like holding him, you know, with like a a knife to his neck. And they're like, dude, if you don't come out, like we're going to kill this dude. And so she's like, all right, fine. So she opens the door and immediately uh, Dean pulls her out of the car. I feel like we're missing something here. She's in the El Camino. Yep. I feel like there's a struggle with the transmission. Uh, maybe she's trying to start the car. I don't. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, because because it's a stick shift, and the leader of the gang is just looking at her. He's like letting her try. That's what. Okay. That, uh, that's so he's happened. like, ah, I'm gonna and let you fail. Missed out. Yeah. 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 He, yeah, he sat ahead, there and try. He watched her. He's all. It. Yeah. Yeah. He's all like, I already know you don't know how to fucking get that shit going. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she's struggling and. Here comes to another survival tip, ladies and gentlemen. I even wrote that one down because I I didn't want to miss this one for some reason. It's always useful to learn your stick shift vehicle. Now, they're very uncommon nowadays. But let's say you find yourself in the middle of nowhere, and that's the only means of transportation to get away or get some help. It's uh, probably a good idea to learn how to start and drive one of those things. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I, I used to drive a dirt bike around. And the, the the shifting gears is not much different on a car. It's just the motions are different. Uh, however, even then, I remember telling myself, well, I'd rather learn how to drive a stick shift first in case I'm ever one of those people. Now, let's say you're in the middle of nowhere uh, the driver of the vehicle who has a stick shift is is hurt or incapable of driving you back. Somebody needs to know how to drive back, right? In this situation, had she known that information, she could have got away. And Mr. Gutsy over here that was staring at her thinking, this dumb bitch probably doesn't even know how to drive a stick shift, <laughs> made a very valid point of that could have been thrown for a loop when she did fucking drive off and he'd go fuck she got one on me yep. she would have got away yeah so always always good to know know how to drive those old cars even if you don't feel like you need them because every once in a while they just might save your life <laughs> You see why I put this in this? I got gotcha. you. Yeah. 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 There, there's yeah, a lot of sense. do's and don'ts it in makes here. Makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. So now they have uh, both uh, Claire and Dean all over again. So they take them back into the barn. They put Dean back up against the post, sitting down, and they strap him back to the, the thing. This time they wrap like a belt around his head in, in the post, and he's all tied up. And then they've got uh, Claire again, standing up, tied up again. And this is where um, Balrog ends up raping Claire, right? Taking her from behind, 
Uh, God, you don't have to be so blunt about it. Just like, eh, keep watching, just find out. Get past it. You know what I mean? It's like ripping the band-aid off. Like, all right. Well, the guy already told her. Like, the main guy already told her. You see my big friend here? He's going to fuck your girlfriend. You're going to watch. <laughs> and that's exactly and they, what happened. They didn't, that's they exactly didn't what happened. I, you know, I, I'll tell you right now. I was a bit surprised because I was like, they're throwing that out there. I was like. Something's going to happen last minute. Again, she's going to get away or he's going to get out and save her before that happens. Right. And I was dead wrong about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know, this this is one of those things that you're talking about, right? Like this is uh, the, the, the horrifying uh, atmosphere of watching a loved one being so demeaned right in front of you and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. That's that's the, that's most the kind of horror movie we're watching here. Yeah. Is is it like it's just it's just out of range and it's nightmare fueled bullshit. Yeah. That just could have gone opposite way if you just would have stuck within your means. Just don't go to the outback, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was gonna be my survival tip for the just end. Don't but go. God damn just it! Don't I go. Just fucking... <laughs> God damn! It, I had to jump the gun on that one. However, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not a very, very fun-filled day for this couple. No. And 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 you know and and normally on these scenes and stuff like that, I could overlook them and stuff. But it was kind of sad because it was just like, man, this, these poor people—they really didn't deserve. <laughs> None of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't any mass killings in this movie so far. Uh, and, but, you know, it's just, I, it's just the constant nightmare and mm -hmm. nightmare and nightmare that you, you encounter. So, so that was to your point, my friend. Thank you. Dean's just sitting there. He's watching this whole thing happen with Balrog. And then um, he's like finishing, but at the same time, Dean's like trying to get out of his restraints. Gross, dude. Yeah, and so he's finishing. Ugh. Well, here, here's why <laughs> I say it that way because, well, that's what happened. And then also, like, he stays behind her, and he's like, I think what he said was like, "You ever been fucked by a knife?" And like, he starts to like oh, yeah. make his way to like stick it in her. You know, he's got this big ass fucking knife. And then God, you don't have to get so detailed, Paul. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go, go on. Say everything. The uh, Dean ends up getting free and he comes over and he fucking hits Balrog in the head uh, with like a lead pipe or some shit, you know, and he, he's uh, rescuing Claire and like helping her get dressed and like trying to like Thomas calm Jane. her down. Yeah. Saves the day, right? There you go. Bootleg Thomas Jane in action. Now, what I couldn't tell is if he actually ended up like putting the knife in her. She reacts in a way that made it seem like he did. I believe he did. I thought so too. But, but they but didn't I well, couldn't I really think tell. For good reason. Let's just uh, Yeah, that's something and, I would want to see, see here, but like here here is one of those things where like you and you know me like I can see some of the most gruesome and graphic shit and it won't bother me. And, and not not that it would with you but I'm I'm pretty sure my threshold's a little bit way up there because like there's a lot of things that like you know people just couldn't couldn't reach that. that oh, hundred percent. Totally okay. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I I 
don't think that something like that should have been shown anyway. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't show the act. There's no point. There's no point to get taking it that far. I mean, you already took this movie as far as it can go. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, no, for sure, you don't show the act, and I'm not interested in watching that. But what I'm saying is, just knowing that it happened, like you show the reaction to it, like you show her face and her man, whatever. That's what creates it even more horror. Makes it more horrifying too. Well, she she did that. But I couldn't tell if it was shit that she was scared at the idea of it happening or if it was actually happening. I don't think her 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 reaction in that sense made me believe one way or the other. I think it just kind of left me questioning. But as he picks her up and like is walking her, you know, out of the barn and over to the car, she is like, you know, having a hard time walking. So that's the part that made me feel like, okay, that actually did happen. Um yeah, and yeah. my horror, my horror bound mind was like, "Yeah, it happened. It totally happened." <laughs> yeah, think the worst. Oh, man, yeah, this yeah. movie's Always really setting worst. off the pace. <laughs> bravo, bravo. So as they're walking towards, you know, kind of power walking towards the car, curly haired guy and Nuck see what's happening from afar, and curly haired guy starts firing at them with a rifle. So they happen to get, you know, they they wasn't he wearing like overalls too, like those uh, half like. I mean, it is a ranch, so like maybe. Yeah, I mean, these guys like farmers of some sort and shit like that. It must get pretty lonely for those three guys living by themselves. That's probably why they do this shit. This is like their form of entertainment. I mean, do you think they even have a TV in the house? I don't think they have a TV in general. It's like you think that this is like the uh, the Australian equivalent to like moonshine people and shit. Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to say yes. I mean, well, look at their yard, right? Their yard is a bunch of dead grass. It's just a farm. No dude. animals. Yeah. And there is just broken cars all over the place. Yeah. It, you know, it, I, I like that setting because it kind of shows that these guys will just, uh, will just cluster all kinds of shit together just to make it work. True. Which kind of says a lot about their character. <laughs> I, no, I mean, like, I, I really think that that was placed there on purpose, like, to show that the, the character of these people. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Setting the scene. Right, right. So, um, they're getting shots fired at them. They get in the car. They take off. They're driving down the road. They're like, oh, man, fucking Scott Free, we're out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. And Dean looks over, and he's talking to Claire. And she's like, she's fading out, right? The light's going out. So he pulls over on the side of the road, pulls her out of the car, and he's like, you know, he sees the gunshot and he's trying to like pat it with his shirt or whatever and like stop the bleeding. And, you know, she's just. Oh, yeah, she's shot in a fatal spot. She's yeah, not, the light's going out. He's like, you know, we're going to go to Queensland. We're going to buy a house. And she's like, yeah. She's like, you're totally going to survive this. I'm sorry. And then she just like fades out. She's dead. Right. And we're an hour into the movie of an hour and 15 minutes. So it's like, okay. What do you do at this point? Do you throw her body in the car and keep driving to the nearest police station, hospital, whatever, doctor? Maybe she's not dead. Maybe someone can revive her, right? That's what I would do. I would throw her in the car and keep moving forward. I would never look back. But what does Dean do? There's a survival scenario right there that he could have placed right there. 
That's what you're supposed to do, people. <laughs> there you go. But what does Dean do? Dean does what every, I was going to say, American hero does. <laughs> this nope. isn't an American hero. Nope. This is an Australian bootleg Thomas Jane hero. What would an Australian bootleg Thomas Jane hero do? Time for revenge. Yep. He drove and right back see, to the farm. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. The formula I'm talking about right now. We saw the most devastating things happen to such innocent people, and there's a payback. It's right? almost like they converted him into one of them, you know? Well, no, that's exactly the point. That, that's that's what I was saying about, uh, like, you know, I spit on your grave and um, uh, last, last house on the left, right? It all makes a full circle. Uh, these people have been tormented and pushed to become the, from from hunted to hunter, mm-hmm. and that that's uh, what happens here. So here's my survival tip for this situation: do exactly what Bootleg Thomas Jane did. <laughs> Take some goddamn revenge. Your life has now been stricken from you. You've been dominated in every possible way your trip has been fucked your girlfriend is gone and she was fucked by probably all three dudes ran a train on what do you do god damn it get yourself some old-fashioned revenge cold cold revenge go for it you know what else can you do dean drives back to the farm and he does he does something that i thought was a was like clutch he doesn't actually drive all the way into the farm he stops at like like a ways back because he doesn't want them to see him come tactical about it yeah 100 percent. so he parks like way far and he runs over to the farm and what we see is a curly hair guy he's trying to get this other car up and running probably to try to go and catch you know um dean claire and he's just he can't get it going so he takes a smoke break in the car and then Dean runs up on him. And they start having a, a fight in the car. And there's a knife involved. And so Dean's trying to like stab this dude. And the other guy's like getting the, he's getting the, on top of Dean, right? So he's like punching him. He actually like chokes him out with one of the seatbelts. Mm-hmm. And they're just, they're going at it in the car. And it's this really violent, bloody um, fight scene between the two. And then. Oh, it was uh, a good fight. Oh, I loved it. Fight. And then Dean However, ends up picking up the knife and just ends up murdering the shit out of curly hair guy oh yeah as as, and by the way i was wrong he wasn't wearing overalls he's just wearing basic flannel and probably like a a a, a black like wife beater underneath or something like Mm, that mm. um this brings me to our our very next and i guess final uh survival tip that i'll bring up um okay and i even wrote this out when bootleg thomas jane approaches the curly hair dude Whilst he's still in the car, make note of the fact that he should have approached. This is why I was telling myself, and I'm reading it to you because I'm so fucking drunk. I can't fucking <laughs> just say it out. But it said uh, that uh, he should have approached the ginger guy, ginger curly hair dude, uh, from the driver's side um, slash passenger side for us uh, instead of uh, coming through the passenger the other side. side 
Yeah. Um, because that to me did not make any logical sense whatsoever. Why would you go to the opposite side? Maybe to get the jump on them, but now you got to reach in further, and now you're gonna have to be putting in more work to go go grapple him and leaving him with a window to either escape or fight back, which is really where he failed right there because. If he would have just snuck up on him, he could have just killed him, right? True. And he didn't. He went from the opposite side of the car. God damn it. If you're on this revenge mission, the guy's sitting there not paying attention, go to whatever side of the car the guy is on and just clip him real quick. It doesn't need to be a fancy end. You didn't need to make a point of it and get get into a grappling fight because you know there's one more guy left and you got to face him too. Well, that's actually two more, but I will argue it made for a great fucking scene. So there's that at least. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm I'm not saying that they they filmed the movie in any wrong way, but this is like one one of those things. Like you know, don't watch this movie and take from it that everything is the right way. It is in fact not. Yeah, that's why these movies are set up the way they are. But it's yeah. a fun survival tip. I gotcha. All right, so he murders uh, Jared. I just finally figured out his name was Jared, but uh, he he murders ginger hair guy, <clears throat> curly guy, and then um, Balrog and um, Nuck end up finding him, and they're like, "Oh fuck, they must have come back or whatever." They're like, "Let's find him. Let's kill him." And uh, Nuck is like, all right, I'm going to go over here towards the shed. You go this other way. And so Balrog starts walking around and Dean's like, you know, he's playing the um, espionage and he's like hiding behind cars and shit like that. And um, Balrog ends up like walking behind Thomas Jane. I mean, sorry. Goddamn. He ends up like cutting him on the leg and getting him to fall. And then he picks up a shovel and he just starts beating the shit out of him uh, with his shovel, which I thought was pretty dope. And I got to say, man, to this point, the practical effects, the blood, the cuts, fucking spot on, man. They did such a good job with that shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, come on. It's the modern day now. Like, it's not like it was like back in. Can you imagine like back? Back in the old days and stuff where you you had to find shit to be the right color red and shit. Yeah. Now we have all that shit. (laughs) top shelf ready to go and yeah, stuff like that. that but it's still it it does still take the the effects genius to uh make it all look good and put it all together right and yeah you're, you're absolutely right about that and 100%. i was also wrong because that wasn't my last survival tip this yeah, was well, another one because what irritated me about this situation was when he had to fight the balrog um once once this big fucker was taken out or when she dropped him and he was incapacitated kill him right he didn't do that he just he gave him a moment so that he can get up for more of a fight why what's the point this is a movie it's here for our entertainment true now if you're in that situation don't let the motherfucker get up Kill him while he's down. He's bigger than you. He's probably going to kill you. Kill him. So what, what did Dean do? That? Do you remember what he did? Well, he waited. He waited for the the big fucker to get back up. But he didn't. What do you mean? 
So he so he was laying on the floor, kind of like flailing a little bit, you know. And Dean yeah, saw him. Dean saw him getting like, oh, he's like, oh shit, he's not dead. Okay, um, he got up only to like sit up, but like he wasn't getting up to to attack Dean. And Dean yeah, was gonna yes, hit him with but, he was gonna he was, keep hit him with the shovel, but then he decided to do something different. Like he he even yeah. lunged at him with the shovel. Like he's like, I'm gonna finish this shit. And then he's like, you know what? I got something better for this dude. Do you remember what it was? No, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, he just blunt forced him to the head real fast, right? No, you're missing the part where he picks up the knife and runs over to the dude and he stabs him in the dick. Oh. Just like the Balrog dude had stuck the knife up Claire. Either way, if this is a realistic scenario, come on, nobody's watching you. When the guy's in cap, take him out. Don't give him a chance to get back up. Well, if you don't do, if you did that, then you wouldn't have had the opportunity to do this awesomeness, which was to stab him in the dick, and then I'll he stab like him in the dick even after he's dead, and then he like speed stabbed him in the face like eighty four times, and he, now his whole family, when they bury him, will know that he was stabbed in the dick before he died. I get the or impression these guys don't have a lot of family. <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's probably gonna be a bunch of like pigs and cows and. Shit. <laughs> and kangaroos maybe well considering what happens <laughs> next i don't think anybody's finding these bodies but dean walks over into the into the uh barn and he finds nuck like getting like gasoline ready or whatever they have a few words and then immediately nuck picks up the rifle and shoots dean and he gets shot like i don't know kind of in the stomach probably like the same area where uh claire was shot but still like didn't incapacitate him um, he runs over and uh, starts beating the shit out of Nuck, and they get they get into a fight with each other. And one, you know, Nuck is on top of Dean, then Dean's on top of Nuck, and like finally, uh, Dean. Finally, Dean is like on top of him, just like fucking hammer fisting him, just like choking the shit out of him, um, really just kind of like taking it to him. And he gets him a little. Out like he, he gets him knocked out enough where like Dean can take the next action, which is to do what ties him up upside down, just like yeah uh, they did him. Yep, is that what you did? Yeah, yeah. yeah he did so him. you found so Dean found um like a like a chain, and he ties his uh, he ties Nuck's feet feet together. Damn, I can't can't spoke. <laughs> Sorry. So he ties it together and he <laughs> brings down the um I don't even know what you call this fucking thing. Like a, a hook. Brings down this like rope rope and hook. Mm-hmm. Chains him up, pulls him up. Nuck is hanging upside down, just like Dean was earlier. And Nuck starts to go to town on this motherfucker. No. Dean starts to go to town on this motherfucker. Why do I add? There's 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 some underwear, a product placement there. Did you notice that? Yeah. I'm like, you can actually read the label and shit. That's total product. <laughs> okay, so Dean's that, smashing that, that the company's f- like, wear our underwear because it'll save you in this situation. <laughs> It'll be a badass. <laughs> So Dean smashes Nuck in the face with like some fucking wrench tool or whatever. And they show Nuck's face. And again, I'm telling you, man, the practicals are awesome. It's just his his face is so dark red from all the blood and the open cuts. 
it's just it's it's crazy and then to make it worse while he's hanging there dean just fucking sticks a knife right at the you know the top of the stomach or whatever and just starts pulling that shit and ripping him open and blood just comes pouring down onto to nuck's face and just like dean just fucking leaves him there hanging dripping out bleeding walks out starts walking away and then that's it end of movie yeah now if i put myself in this in the situation the same situation as um bootleg thomas jane i mean though that's not an easy way to kill him like i like you know like he's going to feel that i feel like i would have done so much more However, I'm sure this movie was on a tight budget anyways, but I, I feel like in, in reality, I just, I don't know. I'd start with appendages, cut off his dick maybe, cut off some nipples. Like, But really what are you just sense. saying about Balrog? Like, just, just get it over with? Kill him? Just be done with it? Well, you got no one else to worry about anymore. They're both dead, right? Well, I mean... With this last dude, guy, you can just make him a, a work of art. Dean was in the same position earlier where he was fucking hanging upside down and they were beating the shit out of him and he got out of it. You know what I mean? So like, I don't know. I don't take the chance. This guy's hanging. I got him right where I want him. Let's just get it done. Let's just get it over with. Don't try to use my words <laughs> against me for Christ's sake. There was, there was, there was other people involved. That's why I said kill the guy real quick because you got more people to kill, right? <laughs> That's that's what I'm saying here. Well, All right, I'll give, guy, you I'll give you that one. With this guy, you know, he was already the biggest asshole, right? He was saying, you know, oh, yeah, my buddy here is going to go to town on your girl and stuff like that. I was like, all right, then you go to town on this guy. True There's that. no one else to say anything. Fucking, I don't know, sodomize him to death and shit like that. <laughs> you know, there's there, there so many creative ways you could have done this better. That's True. my last survival True. tip of the situation. True. I will say this. Um, I I did uh, very much enjoy the skylight, the skylines, and the um, cinematography. Uh, of There's a couple film of good drone shots as well, um, yeah, for sure. Um, but not only that, but I I, I definitely found myself. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? I I found myself. Uh, when everything is around you, uh, God damn it! There's a word for it. Enveloping? No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Um, not enriched. You're, you're in it. You're in it. Uh, and you know what? It's, it's so stupid. It's a word that's gonna pop up to me later. I was, God, so stupid. You know what? If it comes back to me, I'll tell you guys on the next one. I will say this: it, the the music uh was very atmospheric and kind of drew me into. Uh, I, I found the the theme music of this film uh, very, uh, very. That's the that's why I needed the goddamn word. But it it it, 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 it kind of built the, uh, a, a character status for this film. So I I really enjoyed the theme music. Yeah, it just kind of put you it in. Corresponded. It put you in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's an enveloping or it, like it, think of it like it's an envelope. Not... It puts you in side of it immersed there you go i was immersed i was immersed about 
uh, everything about uh, uh, like uh, all, all those qualities, uh, the cinematography, the, the sound, um, and the music uh, nice. all put together. Yeah, it was um, a good one. As I said, it, is this a movie that we've never seen before? Hell no. It's been done a thousand times, but you can keep doing it a thousand more because there are so many different ways to do it. Yeah, and they did this it. This really is well. exactly. This is exactly like a, a, you know, a different version of like Wolf Creek, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, remember, all in all, very, very final word on the survival tip. Just stay the fuck away from Don't go anywhere. rural Don't do anything. Australia. <laughs> well, you if can it's t- anything like what, what I remember somebody saying, it's a penile colony anyway, right? Was it a penile? Pe- penal? Sorry, penal. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it was started off as a island for prisoners. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So remember, there are no holds barred in a place. <laughs> there it, are a lot of uncommon and unfriendly people. Uh, not to say, I'm sure. I'm sure Australia is a very beautiful place. I've seen uh, a lot of beautiful pictures of australia i've seen a lot of beautiful pictures of women from australia so i'm not hating on yeah. the place whatsoever and one of my favorite movies of of my old days is always going to be crocodile dundee so i'm definitely loving of of australian territory but that's part of the thing i know about it is i will never go traveling into those places that are unknown because you don't know who the fuck you're gonna run run into I think you could say the same thing about like here in the States would be like uh, the like the swamps in New Orleans and shit like that. Every year, I want to say there's like 30,000 people that go missing in the outback. Oh, shit. That I didn't know. <laughs> no, I, it was a statistic that I read about like 10 years ago. I'm, I'm mm. sure it's probably even more now. <laughs> we can ask our Australian guests when they get here in a couple of weeks. Maybe, perhaps, <laughs> if they know about it. And the, they live in from, Australia. They're probably better versed on Australia stuff than we are. Australia is a be- be- very beautiful place. In the cities and stuff. In the sustained areas. In consumer societies. But don't go to the rocky, dark areas. They call them dark areas because... I used to have a, a map of the world that showed the world at night and it would show the lights of the cities and it would show the populations based off of the electricity we use and stuff like that. It was a pretty cool poster. Don't know what happened to it. But you look at Australia and there's like a small portion of lights. The rest of it is all dark, mm. uh, unclaimed land. All right, dude. Another one in no, the bank. In the back. Yeah. Oh, in the bank. In were, the bank. I didn't. I didn't know you were gonna say that. Either way, I, it's done. I didn't know you were gonna say that. <laughs> I went into you. Yeah. Yeah. In that way. Yeah. I went into you. <laughs> That's probably why I couldn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave that one in the podcast. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Till we do this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm healthily drunk. Nice. Makes for good bedtime. 
All right, dude. Till the next one. All right. All right, man. Later.